Welcome to The Courage Effect. I'm Suzanne Weller, and this is a show about growth and unleashing what's possible. You will hear inspiring stories about what courage looks like, how we navigate what's getting in our way, and the opportunities that surface when we choose courage over comfort. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. This is Suzanne. It is wonderful to have you listening today. I am joining in a conversation with somebody that I have done some work with in the past, and we share some passions around business transformation and change management, really looking at the way that businesses and people work and how can we improve it? How can we actually transform things for change in a positive way for individuals, organizations, and also for communities? My guest today is Wayne Kimball, Jr. Wayne specializes in business strategy and enterprise transformation, who currently serves as principal for Google Cloud's go-to-market strategy and mergers and acquisitions business. He is also the founder and global leader of Google's Tech Amplify, an initiative to accelerate the growth and sustainability of traditionally untapped diverse startups. Wayne is an investor, startup advisor, and an independent board director. He is active on a number of boards, and he is a public speaker who is in high demand as well. He lives in Los Angeles with his wife, Savannah. Wayne, it's wonderful to have you. Welcome to The Courage Effect. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm definitely excited to to be in dialogue with you today. And um, I just want to give you a special kudos um, for even developing this podcast. I think so often um, we look around to our left and right and, and see people who are doing big things or, you know, who we're really proud of or excited for. Um, but, you know, we, we never really talk about the courage or the tenacity or the things that have to go into the, the positive mindset for those folks to be successful in those manners. So, again, special kudos to you on even, um, you know, starting this podcast. And, you know, uh, hopefully I can share something with you and your listeners today that uh, will help someone else take on that mantle of courage. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, and I know we we have done we've done some challenging work together. We've been we've been in the thick of things, and that work also you know it takes a daily dose of courage just to to put yourself into the mix and to have some patience at the same time as you're helping other people to navigate those you know a courageous path as well. And I'd love to start off because I know that you grew up in rural America, and it was actually a pretty courageous move for you to move outside, venture outside of where you grew up. Why don't we start with that? Yeah, happy to to share a, a little bit about my journey. Um, you know, if you were to ask my parents today, uh, they would probably say I was a little bit more courageous than they wanted me to be um, because they'd love to have me back closer to uh, North Carolina. Um, but it, it's it's a special story for me because I, I grew up in rural America, a very small town called Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Um, population about 40, 50,000 people, uh, not very large at all. I think the largest thing we had in town was uh, a Walmart. And then um, by the time I left it, it upgraded to Walmart Supercenter. So I guess we were growing, um, <laughs> or at least consumerism was. Uh, and, and you know, it, it was a, a, a special place for me because, hey, I believe that humble beginnings really breed, um, you know, a lot of growth and, and help to build the courage that I had. And so growing up as a, a young Black American um, in that area, uh, among many other, um, you know, ethnic backgrounds, particularly Caucasians and uh, Native Americans, I learned early on um, two things. A, that the 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 world was diverse, but that you kind of got out of what you, you made it. And then the other was um, that 
in order for me to reach my own goals, I would probably have to do something a little bit different, a little bit um, that would take me against the grain. And, and obviously that would require some courage. And one of those first things was, uh, you know, I decided to go to boarding school. And I uh, attended the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics in, in Durham, North Carolina. And um, that took a lot of courage because, I mean, to to go from a small town to a very, very uh, large metropolis, uh, you know, definitely took a, a lot of uh, courage for sure. But then also thinking about going from, you know, and I hate saying this, but going from one of the lowest performing school districts in the state to a boarding school in and of itself was um, a challenge, right? You know, thinking about, hey, I'm leaving home at a very young age. I am giving up some things that I really enjoyed, like marching band, because we didn't have that at boarding school. Many other students were getting up things like football because uh, we didn't have a football team or, um, you know, the homecomings or the, the big proms, all of that type stuff. So that that took a lot of courage. And I, I think when I look back on him, I'm, I'm so proud of it, but also super excited about how it catapulted my career because not only was the the academic rigor and uh, the the exposure that I was having to a much broader scale uh, really impactful for you know my collegiate career as well as my professional career, but just the the courage that it took to say, hey, I'm leaving home, I'm going to go challenge myself in ways that might not be the most comfortable, is in large part what I, I think has helped me get to where I am today. But I will say that it took a lot of conversation and a lot of back and forth to to build that courage. Um, but I, I think that's what uh, life is all about, right? Even my parents were like, "Are you sure you you know we're not making you do this? You don't have to go do this." Um, but again, it, it was a, a great foundation for where I am today. Do you remember what sparked it? What how the school even got on your radar? So I had gone to some summer programs there and had gone to some like emerging programs. And I, I was always really talented in mathematics and science. And, and I think I saw this opportunity for independence, if I'm being honest, but also an opportunity to um, do something that I hadn't seen in Run Rapids before. Right. And I, I think that's a beautiful part about, um, and we could talk much more about this, but why, why exposure and access and opportunity is, is so important uh, because when people can see something that they haven't been accustomed to or that they don't experience in a day-to-day, um, it makes you even more intellectually curious. It makes you say like, hey, even if it takes me sacrificing some things or um, you know, really devoting additional time and resources to, to get myself to a certain place that I, I haven't experienced before, but that I'm incredibly um, passionate about or that uh, really excited about, then I, th- I think that that means a lot. Yeah. Well, it's, it, 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 I love the story of like, you know, you were the one bringing it to your parents and they were like, wait, what? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've always kind of been that self-starter, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> Hey, when I, when I, when I want something, I, I go after it. Um, you know, even when it's a bit frightening or there's the element of the unknown, which my career has uh, had a lot of, but, um, you know, I think every meandering stream, you know, can be a little bit different in in uh, the the type of waters that you swim in, the the type of current. Um, you know, even the 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 angles and dispositions of the curves. But um, 
you know, when when you're in those moments, I, I think, again, it, it breeds resilience. And that's uh, something that I, I, I like to uh, stay focused on. It sounds pretty foundational for you. I mean, just as far as your larger self-starter, as you said, which is which is a good way of, of thinking about it. And and I'm wondering, so what about in your in your career? What about what was another opportunity for you to actually meander down a path that wasn't necessarily expected? Totally. So I, I feel like as I uh, talk to you know other groups, I, I really begin to think back, and I'm like, gosh, I, I've taken a lot of leaps of faith. Um, and and really had to leverage my own courage chamber, even in the moments where I feel like it might have been a bit depleted or a little bit low. Um, but after I graduated from boarding school, I decided to uh, go to college, study engineering. And, um, you know, I, I had my heart set on one school, ended up going to another, but it ended up being the, the best last minute decision I ever made, which also took some some courage. And then um, when I graduated from undergrad, I had an opportunity to to work for Google, and um, it was on the complete opposite side of the country. Again, you know, coming from North Carolina to the Bay Area, where I had no family, I knew no one, um, and also going to work for a company that was obviously a, a mega organization that was getting a lot of press and was in hyper growth mode. However, um, I was coming from a family that didn't have a, a, a ton of, um, you know, business professionals, I would say, you know, like lots of educators and law enforcement and things like that. Um, but no one that was in uh, corporate America. So I was taking a leap of faith and and having to, to really focus on, on uh, leveraging my courage there to say, gosh, I'm going to pack everything that I not only have from a material possession perspective, but everything that I know, my family, my friends, uh, you know, my networks, et cetera, to move to a place where I have none of that. And so um, that was another opportunity where, you know, like I said, I just took that leap of faith and really had to focus on what I was seeking to accomplish in the moment. And that was to build a strong career, to be um, in tech, to be in Silicon Valley, and to begin um, a journey of really thinking about, hey, everything that I do has to have purpose and must be intentional. And so I was deeply rooted in the fact that this is an intentional move. And I believe that it is going to be um, a seed that I'm planting, watering um, and, and you know, tending to that will um, bring great harvest. Yeah. And um, what surprised you when you when you took a gig? <laughs> You know, every day I felt like I was learning what I didn't know. And um, that I wouldn't say surprised me because I knew I was going into uh, uh, an area of unknown. But I think what surprised me was just how much world was out there. And when I say world, I, I know that can be slightly ambiguous, ambiguous. But what I mean is the people that I was working with and meeting the things that I was doing in the day-to-day, -day, the, um, uh, the, the the neighborhoods and the environments that I was having access to was just really, really exciting. And it was something that I hadn't, um, you know, experienced before. And I'm really glad that, that it happened. That's great. Well, I know we're going to break for and uh, do a break in a minute. 
when we come back, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how like that thread, right? I mean, I love how much world is out there. So like, as you said, not necessarily the surprise, but maybe some of the things that you started to pick up and, and also now, because you're doing a lot of work in the VC space, you know, in startups. So, and there's some risk. So I'd love to maybe introduce the risk conversation to this, if, if that sounds good to you. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Fantastic. All right. Uh, this is Suzanne. You're listening to The Courage Effect. We will be right back. Job search doesn't have to be painful. Wouldn't it be great if you had someone to guide you through your job search or career exploration? Since 2013, Plum Coaching has provided job search, career coaching, resume, and LinkedIn profile expertise to clients around the world. Plum's coaches are former recruiters who have more than 15 years experience in every type of industry, including tech, real estate, construction, manufacturing, and nonprofit. Their coaches take what they know about hiring and put it in service to their clients. If job search is a challenge, or if you're exploring a new career direction, Plum is here to help. They'll work with you to turn what feels like a slog into an adventure. Visit PlumSeattle.com for details and information on their services. Maybe it's time for a partner like Plum. Alternative Talk 1150. Talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to The Courage Effect. This is Suzanne Weller, and I am in conversation with Wayne Kimball Jr. We were talking about Wayne's journey from growing up in rural North Carolina to going to boarding school, to college, and then taking his first job at Google and moving to California. And Wayne, I'd love to hear a little bit more about when when you started that career, when you were in that new world. Um, when did you know that it was time for another change? Because I know that you've made some changes after that initial job. Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, during my first time at Google, I was learning a ton um, and was having a lot of fun in the work that I was doing. Um, but, you know, I, I realized that um, I, I was probably a bit closer to process um, than I was to people. And uh, Suzanne, you know, I, I enjoy working with people and and really uh, innovating at the cross section of what I call people, process, and profit, right? Um, and I say that to say that that's what prompted that new opportunity for me to say, hmm, I think I really want to be closer to the revenue generating side of the company, understand how how sales works and, and different things like that. And um, and in that that moment, it you know, I, I went after this opportunity uh, within Google that took me to uh, Chicago uh, to work in a sales organization, something that I had never done before because um, I never really thought of myself as a salesperson. So, of course, um, now I'm back in this place of, you know, unfamiliarity where I'm having to get used to something again, learn something again, right as I was getting comfortable in my new role at Google, um, as well as in Silicon Valley. And I'm like, now I'm in Chicago doing this all over again. Um, but again, it was an opportunity where I, I really had to dig deep to 
say, gosh, yeah, I'm a very social person, but I've never done sales before. Okay, well, how do I make this a process like the engineer that I am? You know, I had to break it down into chunks and say, oh, okay, well, yeah, sales is still a process, right? Like you still have to do, you know, X to get to Y, Y to get to Z. And, um, you know, the more I did, the more I, I sharpened those skills. However, um, right as that was happening, we um, did at the time our largest uh, acquisition to date, which was Motorola acquisition. Lots of things began to change. And um, that's when, you know, the next pivot point, like I like to call them pivot points, um, came for me. And um, I decided to leave the company. And most folks would say, well, Wayne, why did you leave Google when, you know, things were going well for you? You were getting the opportunity to try new things. You were learning new skills. You were meeting new people. You had now lived in two new cities that you had never even stepped foot in before um, you worked at Google. And it was, um, again, that moment where I said, you know what, I, th I think this is uh, a good opportunity for me to go back to grad school. And that definitely took a lot of courage because I was leaving, quite candidly, a lot of money on the table. Yeah. Um, I was walking away from something that was becoming quite comfortable and, um, you know, very familiar to me. However, you know, one of my thoughts and sayings is always that, you know, ease is the greatest threat to progress. Hardship and those things that require courage are um, the ones that really we learn the most from and that catapult us to our, our next greatest um, blessing or accomplishment and things of that sort. And so I decided to go back to grad school and, um, you know, I'll skip over all of the details there, but I got my MBA in international business, traveled around the world. And um, when I finished grad school, I had the opportunity to come back to Google. However, I chose to go uh, to another company that was not Google. And again, that was um, a very difficult decision, but one that I'm very happy I made. I went to go work for this very large uh, workforce solutions and um, HR technology company. And had I not had the courage to, again, go into a space that I wasn't that familiar with, had I not experienced the, the moments that required tough decisions and courage in, in high school and in the Google days, um, I don't think I would have been as adequately prepared to, to um, make this pivot point a success. And so I went to this company, again, I wasn't that familiar with, um, with HR solutions or technology, uh, but I knew that I was really good at business and I had gotten an MBA and uh, surely enough, I go there to be uh, the company's first global operations manager, help grow that company from five countries to 22, um, really drove both their inorganic and organic growth, as well as uh, process and performance improvement. Um, so what I'm getting at there is I was in my own head about am I making the right move? Maybe I should just go back to Google. But when I was there, I was able to have real impact, really drive um, enterprise transformation in a way that was meaningful um, to an enterprise that was still growing. And then also I had the opportunity to, to start managing people and, you know, owning budgets and different things like that. So what I, what I want people to hear in this message is that, again, those moments where you have to exercise the most courage and that can seem like the hardest decisions of your life to make, you know, 
believe in yourself, have the confidence to, to, and the courage to make said decision. And, you know, know that regardless of what decision you make, you, because you are you and uniquely you, um, have the capabilities and the tools to be successful no matter what. But I believe that if you take the the path um, that is least traveled, the one that requires the most courage, it likely will pay dividends beyond what you could have expected in the easier path. And that's why I started this segment with that quote around like ease is the greatest threat to progress. Um, because if you just take the easy route always, then yeah, you might progress, but you might not, you know, catapult yourself. Whereas the ones where that require a little hardship, a little bit extra work, a little bit extra courage are the ones that will take you to places that you didn't even know um, were were possible or that existed. And I can definitely attest to the fact that's been my life and my career thus far. Yeah. So introducing introducing risk. And and you talk about the pivot points, paying attention to when the pivot points are happening and and creating them at the same time, not just waiting for them to happen to you. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really important um, that you help uh, yourself by by making those pivot points uh, a proactive point. And that's why I said earlier in the segment, right, like just everything you do has to have purpose and you have to be intentional. Right. And and I believe that when you're doing that, um, those proactive moments and those pivot points will come uh, at the right time in the right season, um, not only where you're prepared, but where you also can make the very best of it. Yeah. So I'm also hearing bringing back the idea of risk, you know, like introducing risk into your life. And obviously, because you're working in the startup ecosystem, there is quite a bit of risk going on there and high stakes. So when do you know when to introduce risk into your world and and what is that like for you on a daily basis to work in that environment? Sure. Um, you know, not to be overly cliche, right? But no risk, no reward. And, um, you know, as an investor, both a, a, a institutional corporate investor, as well as, um, you know, one who invests, you know, in, in my personal uh, time with my own company, you know, risk is, is something that you can't get away from. Yeah. But it is important to know how to assess risk and how to manage risk, right? And so when I'm thinking, you know, if, if we were to apply to the mergers and acquisitions part of my job, um, I mean, we're spending billions of dollars of shareholder dollars um, to buy companies, to invest in companies that we believe will, you know, give us the cutting edge, take us to the next level. And then, you know, from a venture capital perspective, um, many of the things that I'm investing in, um, both whether it be real estate, whether it be startup ecosystem, you're always making um, a decision based on the calculated risk, right? And so I encourage people in their day-to-day -day lives, in their careers, in their faith walks, in, um, you know, their own personal pursuits to take calculated risks. And so the way I think about risk are, um, what is it that I can add the most value to while not being a complete expert in, right? Um, because that is what my entire life and career has been around. And candidly, that's the same thing that is applied in, in, in venture capital and in M&A. Of course, we want some experts around the table who are going to provide us those data points, um, those, those, you know, fact 
those facts and those different things that will help us make an educated decision to say, hey, this is where this market is going. And we believe that we get ahead of it, that we can corner the market. Or if we do this, we can be very thoughtful um, and, and make uh, really positive change. And so I would juxtapose that in life to make calculated risk, have experts around the table. Um, if you're getting into investing, you know, get around friends and, and, and mentors who are already investing and they can tell you um, and teach you the ropes. If you're thinking about making a career pivot and you want to go from one industry to another, talk to the people who are already in um, that industry, but also talk to people who have made similar moves. Um, you know, if you want to make a, a lifestyle change or, um, you know, get into to a certain type of diet, you know, we could apply it to any part of life. Um, but I think it make, means a lot to say um, risk are not bad. Risks actually have a lot of reward, but that you need to uh, take calculated risk and that you need to have the right people in your circle to not only help you think through the risk, to provide um, experiential data points, but to also be there to support you once you make said risky decision, right? Um, I think, you know, all of those things are really, really important. And um, I'm grateful that, um, you know, I've been able to leverage courage to get me to where I am today, but I'm even more um, proud of the fact that the experience I've had in my life have helped me to take risky uh, moves and make risky decisions while also impacting others in a positive way. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's what I'm hearing is making friends with risk. Absolutely. You you won't ever <laughs> get away. From it. You won't ever be able to get away from it. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's all in about how you navigate risk. Um, you know, and, and I believe that as long as you, um, you know, typically in, in the world of, you know, politics or corporate America, I would say, you know, always navigate those type areas with integrity. So here I would say, you know, navigate risk uh, with a level of uh, positivity and courage and you'll be just fine. Yeah, that's great. Well, I know that we're getting towards the end. I want to I want to share a couple of key points that I heard you talk about. So really talking about, you know, taking risk and, and that leap of faith was really a springboard for you. Taking some chance at a young age and being intellectually curious was something that really helped you to, to be able to get out there and give you exposure and access to that larger world, how much world is truly out there and the experiences that it gives to you. Um, paying attention and creating pivot points at really important points in your career. And ease is the enemy of progress. So, you know, what, when you're feeling too comfortable or things are too easy, maybe that's a time to pay attention and introduce a little bit of risk. So absolutely. You know, that that's something that I've always used as my personal barometer in my career. I, I say, Wayne, are you getting too comfortable? If the answer is yes, it's probably time for me to start moving on. Um, I ask myself, am I, am I still being challenged? And if the answer is no, then it's time for me to move on. And then the final one is, Wayne, are you still having fun? And if the answer is no, you know, those are my three barometer questions. And, you know, as we wrap up here, uh, Suzanne, I just wanted to say, again, thanks for allowing me to, to be on and to share a little bit of my story. But I, I did want to leave with one final thought. And that is, I believe the people that are listening to this show are either exuding courage right now or have the potential to exude courage. And so I believe that they're already successful and going to continue to be even more successful. And what I always like to leave people with is no matter how successful you become, 
no matter what level uh, you ever get to in your life or professional career, just remember to send the elevator back down because there's somebody that is that little boy like Wayne from country North Carolina or like you who may be listening today that is waiting for the elevator to come back down so that they can grow to new heights. So again, thanks for the opportunity. And um, if anyone would like to connect with me, you can you can get to me on LinkedIn, Wayne Kimball Jr. Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at speak the number two lead. Wayne, thank you for a wonderful conversation and for inspiring people. Thank you everybody for listening today. We will see you soon. Stay courageous.